0: Thank you for listening, and we hope this message will strengthen and help you in your walk with God. So let's open our Bibles up to Mark chapter 4. Pastor's been ministering on it, and I just thought, just kept coming to me in Mark 4, so I want to share a little bit on the kingdom of God. I don't think you can ever share enough on the kingdom of God, as we have to know how to walk in it in this hour. Amen? So I'm not going to read that whole chapter like Pastor did, because it's already been read and we know what's in Mark 4, but I want to concentrate on a, a, just a couple of scriptures here in Mark 4 that I just want to focus on tonight, and uh, because I believe this is where we are. And Mark 4, verse 26. And he said, So is the kingdom of God, as if a man should cast seed into the ground, and should sleep and rise night and day, and the seed should spring forth and grow up, he knoweth not how. For the earth bringeth forth fruit of herself first the blade, then the ear. After that, the full corn in the ear. But when the fruit is brought forth, immediately he putteth in the sickle, because the harvest is come. So I want us to look at a couple of things in this scripture, because I believe this is where we are, where our faith is right now. Because I believe we've all cast seed into the ground, because you're the Thursday night crowd. So you all are believers and you're sowers. I know that about the Thursday night crowd. That's why you come. Because you want to grow in God. You want to be obtained the promises of God. And you don't want to come up short in any area. Correct? So he's given us a principle here. And uh, it's, to me, it's the law of progression. It's the moving forward, going from one step to the next step. And so he says... In verse 28, the earth is going to bring forth fruit of herself. First, number one, he's going to bring forth the blade. Second, then after the blade, then the ear. And then the third word in there is after. After that, then the full corn is in the ear. Then it cometh. So you have to go through the first stage, the then stage, and the after stage. And we want to go from plant to seed to growth. We want to think that this kingdom of God is like McDonald's. (laughs) It's instantaneous. You can get it as soon as you put your order in. The bag is out the window. I I haven't eaten at McDonald's in a long time. But that used to be my son's favorite place to go. Every time when he was little, let's go to McDonald's. Let's go to McDonald's. So I threatened to take my grandkids to McDonald's and he said you cannot take them to McDonald's. <laughs> I thought you put me through all that torture making me eat McDonald's. <laughs> Hallelujah. So, you know, it's not instantaneous. So the living new living says first a leaf of blade pushes through. You got to see when that blade comes through. You know, that needs to stir up your faith. Something's moving. Something's happening. Something's shifting. And then it says, Then the heads of wheat are formed. And finally, the grain ripens. So there's a stage, there's a progression in the growth of your seed. It takes time, it takes faith, it takes perseverance. You know, sometimes we forget these things because. We don't like the middle time. We don't like the waiting time. When, God, when? When are you going to do this? When God says he's going to do it, he's going to do it. But I've learned through the years it's not on my time schedule. I would like it to be on my time schedule because I think I know what's best. But I got, finally got a great revelation. God knows what's best. Amen? And so there is a progress that we have to go. We have to go through these station, th- these stages of planting that seed, being patient, activating, and keeping our faith activated. That's a strong thing right there. We have to keep our faith activated in an active role of believing that when we planted that seed, there will be a harvest on it. When God's given us a word, there will be a harvest on it. It doesn't matter the time. What we have to do is keep the perseverance going, keep the faith moving, stay in that place, and remain uh, patient. Amen? Everybody loves that. So (laughs) we love to hear about perseverance and patience, right? We love to hear (laughs) about patience and perseverance because that's the only way we're going to have victory. That's the only way we're going to win is staying in there, believing God, and staying in that place and knowing that we're moving forward and also knowing God is always at work. God never stops working. We sing that song a lot, you know, that he never stops working. Now we just have to get in that place that we are believing God that he's working like he said he is. He works behind the scenes. It doesn't work where you can see it. You know, right now, we have two people in the in the live stream room. Can you see them? You can't, but they're working. They they're putting these things up. I think they're the ones putting it up on the screen. They're doing something in that room. I don't know what they're doing. I walked in there a while ago like I knew what I was doing. And Jeff finally said, "You just want us to act like you know what you're doing." I said, Sounds good to me. (laughs) Hallelujah. I have no idea how all that works. I ask questions and I still don't know how it works. But that's the way God is. They're behind the doors. You can't see, but they're working. And that's the way God is. He's always working on our behalf. He's always out there to bring the things that he's spoken, the things that he's put in our heart, those things he is always working. There's always action going on on his side. And we have to believe that. We have to make a decision to choose to believe that God is for us and not against us, that what God said he is well-able. Well able to bring forth. But there is a, pro- a, a progression. There is a process that is going on. And progression means it's the process of developing or moving gradually. That's another word we love. Towards a more advanced state. So it's moving, just not at the speed we want it to move at. It takes, you know, when you look at a, a tree, you know, I've been watching. We we have a, our coffee together. We try to every morning, early in the morning, we try to have our coffee, and we open the blinds. He opens the blinds. And we see our apple tree. Now, this winter, it was a bunch of branches. It, had no, it didn't look like it had life. You know how your trees look, your shrubs look in the wintertime. They look like they have... Nothing in them. It doesn't look like an apple tree. It doesn't smell like an apple tree, but it's an apple tree. And then you watch and you begin to see the leaves begin to come on and they begin to form. How do they come? How do those leaves, how does that apple in that wood, I mean, it's just wood. Think about it. That tree is just wood. If you were to cut that tree, you would not find an apple in it. You wouldn't find one leaf in it, but yet it produces. It is producing. Our apples right now are growing on that tree. They came out of that tree, and it's the craziest thing to me that you can watch these leaves come. You can watch these apples form, and you can look at it and think, how did they come out of a bench that you can sit on or a table that you can eat on? Because that's what it is. It's wood, but yet it is producing, correct? You can't see it, you can't understand it, you can't even figure it out. And that's what faith is. That's what he's talking about here. It's a progression of how things develop in the kingdom of God, it's how the kingdom of God works. And so when you plant the seed, In the spirit realm, you may put in an offering or you may uh, say a kind word to somebody or or you may be believing God for something where the word is concerned because your word's your seed. So you may believe God for something, but you don't understand how it works. But that's where faith comes in, perseverance comes in, and gets into that place that we believe God that we're going to see that seed grow All the way. Amen. And we walk by what? Faith and not by? Why do we do that? Because we can't see in the realm that God works in. We can't see it just like I can't see inside that tree and see the leaf and see the apple. I can't do it. But if we'll put our faith In action and move forward believing that what God has spoken to us, we're going to see it. It's like I'm seeing the apples on the apple tree. And our squirrels are seeing the apples on the apple tree. Our deer are seeing the apples and they're enjoying them. I was looking out through the door the other night when we were getting ready to go to bed. And there was this, how many deers? Three deers enjoying our apple tree they were up one of them was up on his two legs reaching up in there oh i want that apple i think that's my apple (laughs) but we'll share it hallelujah we like to share with the animals i want y'all to know we have a new pet it's called a woodchuck (laughs) his name is woody we feed him every morning We now have a bowl of water out there for him. I'm telling on you. I'm just going, are you kidding me? When I walked by and I saw that bowl of water, I thought, he cannot be serious. We are not adopting a woodchuck. We've adopted a woodchuck. Hallelujah. Things happen in our house. Glory to God. So let's turn to Hebrews 6 with that thought in mind. These are all familiar. So I am just some of you you are in that place of perseverance. All of us really are. In that place that we are pers- we're persevering until we get the victory. We're in action. We're moving forward. We're things are happening and we're believing God. Amen. Amen. We're going to see it. I'm just saying We've got to persevere. We've got to stay in that place that we are believing God. So he says in Hebrews 6, 12, y'all are familiar with this, very familiar, that you be not slothful, but followers of them who through faith and patience inherit the promises. So this goes along with the seed. There's progression There's a progression that's going on here to get to the promise of God. And you're going to inherit it. It gives us a promise right here that through faith, patience, perseverance, we're going to get the promise. Amen. This is a promise to us right now to understand that there is a progression. There is a move forward. There's something going on here. But we've got to learn to recognize. I remember when God spoke years, it's been about four years ago, I think, when I saw the blade of this church and I saw it and it was green, it was beautiful, it had no holes on it, which I knew, okay, the blade has finally come up and we're in a good place. We've got a solid foundation. That's what it spoke to me when he said we had the solid foundation. It was solid, it was strong. And then a couple of years later, why it takes so long, I don't know. But some things take time. And then I saw uh, my mind just went blank. <laughs> and then I saw the ear. In fact, I heard the Holy Ghost say, it's grown to an ear. And I saw the ear. And now I can feel in the spirit, I know I'm anticipating the full, the full head of the full ear coming in. That's what's happening right now in this perseverance, in these things that have been going on. Because we're persevering, because we're standing in that place. Things are shifting. Things are changing. And we're getting ready. Amen? It's been a process. It's been a time. Genesis 8, says, seed, time, and harvest. He said, that's never going to change as long as the earth remains. Well, how many years ago was Genesis written? Yeah. (laughs) Brenda said a lot. Hallelujah. But it's seed, time, and harvest as long as the earth remains. The earth is still here. That means we still have to go under that law, seed, time, harvest. Or the blade, the ear, and the full head of ear. Amen? It isn't going to change. Sometimes we'd like for it to change but it's really a principle it's really a law it's really the way the word of God works and it's going to take faith and patience for us to inherit the promises of God Amen So he said in that he said be not slothful don't be dull and really that is the same word that is in Hebrews 5:11 dull of hearing and pastor did a great job teaching on hearing so don't be dull of hearing don't be slothful in that place that you get weary in well-doing Paul knew what he was talking about he he told us do not grow weary in well-doing how easy is it to grow weary when we're waiting for the for the promise to come when we're waiting. And so it's a decision that you and I have to make, a choice that we're going to persevere through it, that we're going to go all the way, that we're not going to quit. How many people have quit in the middle of their faith? How many people have drawn back, given up? But we are not of those that draw back. We are those that press. We keep going until we win. That's That's the good news to me. That we stay until we win, until we get the victory. Because we have the promise. We have the truth. We have the word of God. And you've got the truth. You all are seed people. You've sowed the seed. You've sowed the word. It has to work. The word will not fail. It cannot fail. And so Paul said, you know, we're going to have perseverance. We're going to have to do that. And he said, do not grow weary in well-doing. Don't quit. Don't draw back. Don't give up. Keep pressing. Yes. Amen? Amen? You know, Paul had to press. King David had to press. How would you like to bend on his time schedule? How many years did he wait? And what did he go through? He persevered through the toughest times of his life. He persevered and he served God. He stayed in there. He believed that he was a king. He believed that he was anointed king. And yet, for many, many years, there was no fruit of that. There was no way that he was ever going to be king. And he got to the point that he thought he was going to die. He got to the point that he thought, you know, I just might as well give up because Saul is not giving up. And I just encourage you, keep persevering. Stay in that place. With faith and patience, you're going to inherit the promises. What about Joseph? Did he have to persevere? Did he have to press? He had to stay in that place. I mean, we think we have tough times to believe in God. He had to stay in that place. Somebody, you know, his brothers gave him up, threw him in, you know, and sold him for slavery. That doesn't sound like fun to me. Then ended up in Potiphar's house. He did all right there, but he's still not in the promise. Still wasn't in the place that God called him to be, and he had to persevere. He had to stay in the faith. There was nothing he could do. You ever been in that place? There's nothing you can do. I'm telling you, we're really in that place right now. There's nothing we can do. We can't make something happen. We can't make revival happen. We can't make this church grow. We can't bring the finances in. So we're in a good place. I just want y'all to know you're in a good place because you can't do it. You can't bring your promise to pass. That's a good news. You can't do it. We're in a place that we've got to believe God. We've got to persevere, and we've got to believe what God said and stay in that place and not get slothful, stay in that place that we believe the Word above all things and that we're not backing down. That's where Joseph was. And then he got slapped in the face again. I mean, he's in Potiphar's house. Yeah, he had a decent job, but it wasn't a plan of God. He was still in survival. And then we know what Potiphar's wife did. He li- She lied about him. She just slapped him down, put him in prison. But he kept his heart right. Yes. He stayed listening and staying in that place with God and believing God. And even when the uh, cupbearer, you know, and he told, he gave the two dreams, and he stood in that place and he said, "Hey, remember me, remember me." Well, they didn't remember him for two years. But what did he do? He persevered. He stayed in that place and he believed God. We have to persevere in these times. We have to not allow the pressure to get to us, the circumstances to speak to us, and the reason to come into our heart. How many times have we reasoned? Reason away the will of God. Reason away the plans of God. Reason away what God has for us. This is the time. I'm telling you, ladies and gentlemen, you've heard me say it, but I'm telling you, these are the greatest days that we're living in. We're in a place of victory. And you've got to choose to believe that. You've got to choose to put your faith out there. So he said that with faith, and that really means this, you've got to have a conviction about what you're believing God for. You've got, you have to have a strong conviction of what God has said. That's real faith. Conviction of the truth. Conviction of what God has spoken to you. Not a conviction of what the circumstances are. Amen? Not a conv- I'm going to say that again. Not a conviction about the circumstances. You need to soak that in. Because too many times we have a conviction about the circumstances. What does that mean? If Joseph had chosen to have a conviction about his circumstances, he would have believed he would have stayed in prison and that there was no way out. But he had a conviction about what God put in his heart because he said, remember me. Yes. Remember me. And why would you say that to somebody in prison? You think the people in prison here go to a garden and say, remember me? <laughs> remember me? No, they don't do that. But Joseph's faith, he had a conviction that he was coming out of that, and God had a plan for his life, yeah. that God was going to do something so supernaturally, and he wasn't going to miss it. Yes. He was convinced of it. He was convinced of it, and that's what faith is. It is convinced of the truth. It's convinced of what God has said. It's convinced that when uh, let us just take a seed— Uh, An offering that you placed in or your tithe that you put in and that offering that you put in. You're convinced that what God says or why are we tithing? Why are we why would we give if we're not convinced that there's going to be a result from that? Yes, we do it because we love God. Yes, we do it because we're obey. We obey what the word says, but we've got to be convinced that there's a truth to that. We've got to believe that there is something to bring in that tithe in. We've got to be convinced of that or you know, let's all quit tithing. We gotta be we gotta be in the place we are convinced that God is doing something. Yes. And that God is gonna honor his word. We have to be convinced of that. We have to believe that in our hearts that we sing it and say it all the time for God is for us and not against us we have to be convinced of that convinced that the favor of God is on our lives and favor is going before us and favor is making a way for us we've got to be convinced of these things we've got to be convinced that what God has promised us he is well able to bring bring to pass and that our our seed is in a progressive state and that it is moving forward That that promise is out there. And we're not letting go of it. And we have to be in the place. We don't care how long it takes. Joseph stayed in that place. Abraham stayed in that. What does it say about Abraham? He is fully persuaded. 25 years of not seeing the promise. Don't you think you'd be a little tired and weary? That God encouraged him. God encouraged him. And Romans 4 says he was fully persuaded. He was convinced what God said. He was convinced that his faith was so activated that nothing could stop him. That there was such an activation of his faith that he couldn't be hold, held back. That when he looked at Sarah, and he saw Sarah, he saw her pregnant with his son. He was convinced of it. He was convinced she was going to have a son. And she got into the place that she agreed with him. Because he was fully persuaded. See, we have to be fully Persuaded that the kingdom of God, because we're talking about the kingdom of God, is activated by our faith. Our faith moves mountains. Our faith does something. Our faith is an active, it's not passive, it's active, it's a press, it's a move forward, it's a go forward. Don't stop, keep moving, keep pressing. We're so convinced that nobody can take it from you. Time can't take it from you. Time tries to take it from us. But if we're convinced, time can't take it from us. We're not moved by time. I mean, that's how this system works. The world system works on a time schedule. That's how it's made. But the kingdom of God is not on a time schedule. And that's what we get pressure under. That's where Joseph was. Joseph was in, that pressure, was in that prison under pressure, but he wasn't moved by it. And that's why when they came to get him out of prison, he was ready. He knew he wasn't going back. He knew that. He shaved. He got himself dressed and ready. And he looked at that prison and he said, I am not coming back. I am in a forward motion. I am progressing forward. And it was just a matter of hours. And he became the second most important person in Egypt. Shocked people around him. I bet the prisoners were talking. Hey, I mean, the, he was a palace talk. He Potiford's house was buzzing. What's going to happen to Potiford? You just know. Come on, people are people. Things are real. They're human beings just like you and I. And, you know, they know how to gossip. <laughs> not us, right? We're not gossipers. Hallelujah. So Paul told us, well, Paul said in 1 Timothy six twelve, he said, fight the good fight of faith. Why did he have to tell us that? Why did he tell us not to grow weary? Why did he tell us to fight the good fight of faith? The uh, New Living says, fight the good fight of faith for what you believe. So are you fighting for what you believe? Are you fighting for the promises of God? Are you fully persuaded, fully convinced that what God has spoken to you, what God has declared, that you're not being moved by a time schedule, you're not being moved by anything that's going on, that you're pressing and you believe that that seed has been a blade, it's now an ear, and it's going to be a full head? It's going to be because... He said, seed, time, harvest. He promises as long as the earth remains, this is going to work. That's what he said. It's going to work. He also said, hot and cold's going to be here. Anybody notice? Hot and cold. It's still here. That means seed, time, and harvest hadn't left. That'll give you a quick note right there. You can look at the Word, see what the Word says, go by what the Word says. This is how the kingdom of God operates and functions. This is how it's set in motion for you and I. And so as we stand in that place in faith, believing, and trusting God for the things that He's put in our heart, that's a guarantee. It's a guarantee that God's going to do it. Because in God's eyes, it's a done deal. That's what you have to see. It's done. He's not sweating it. He's not trying to figure out how he's going to do it. It is done. And we have to know in our hearts, it's done. I'm just telling you, this is the revival hub of Mid-America. Period. I look just like God. Because I think just like he does. He said it, yes. that's the end of it. Yes. That settled it. That's it. I don't care. Yes, Time-wise, I don't care yes. what it looks like. Right. I'm only moved by what he says. Thank you. Thank you. Amen? 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 I am fully convinced that what God said, because it's the kingdom of God's way. It's the way God does things. And I, I just want to encourage y'all, Keep doing what you're doing. You're making a difference. You may not think that you're making a difference, but you're making a difference. You know, Paul also, you know what else, Paul? I mean, he knew he had to walk this walk, but he said, when you've done all to stand, what do you do? Right. You don't quit. You don't give up. He had to do it. If he had to do it, guess what? We have to do it. Because he said When you've done all you know to do, just stand. And that means just keep doing what you know to do. Just keep doing what you know to do. If God gives you another direction, do that. But you keep doing what you know to do. You keep coming to church. You keep speaking the word. You keep speaking life. You keep doing what the word says. You keep giving. You know, Pastor and I this year made a decision. We are given like we've never given. We're givers. But we have, and I'm not saying this to anybody. I'm just saying for us, we're just going, we have given a huge seed every month. And there's some months it's like, but no, we're committed. We're believing God. I am believing God for such a major breakthrough. And we're stepping out in faith, and we're sowing like we've never sowed. I've watched people draw back. I've watched people, you know, just go it down to the very penny. And I'm like, get out of bondage. Be free to give. I mean, we want to give. I'm not receiving an offering either. (laughs) I'm just encouraging you in the seeds that you're sowing, and what you've got out there already. It's in progress. It is working. There are things going on. Keep doing it. Don't draw back. Amen? Amen. This is the way the kingdom of God operates. This is the way he moves. It says in Psalms 23, 37:23 The steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord and he delighteth in his way. So he's established his plan and purpose for your life. Just keep walking it out. Just keep walking it out. That's what I'm saying to you. My favorite thing to say is to walk it out. Just keep walking. You're going forward. You're making progression. You're making steps until the harvest comes until you see that full head of, full ear of corn, until you see it, until you see it in your hands and no longer by by faith, until you see it, until you see it. There are things you all are believing for and the Lord wanted me to uh, encourage you to not, you're in perseverance. You're persevering, and you're doing a good job. You may not feel like you're doing a good job, but I want to encourage you. You're doing a good job. You are persevering. That's why you're here. Because you're persevering. You're believing. You're staying. You're doing everything that you know to do to trust God and move forward. It's a good place to be in. Amen? Amen? I believe with all my heart. There's a great harvest coming. I believe with all my heart, we're going to see some things that only God can do. I I just believe there is so much more that is going on in the realm of the spirit that we are unstoppable. I'm going to tell you, your seed is unstoppable. Your seed is unstoppable. You cannot stop a person's faith when that on that seed, it cannot be stopped. So keep your faith on yes. what you're and what you're doing. Don't quit. Amen? Amen. Perseverance with faith and perseverance or patience, whichever word you want to use, are interchangeable. You will inherit the promises. The promises. So what have you been promised? What are you believing for? Don't quit. That's what Pastor ended with on Sunday. Don't quit. Don't stop believing God. Your miracle. We say it. Your, miracle's in, your miracle is in motion, but it's in your mouth too. It's in your mouth. So keep agreeing with God. Keep going with God. And you're going to see it. I feel that strong in my spirit. I just want to put it in your hearts. Get it locked in there. Get it in that place. That you don't draw back. Thank you for listening today. We believe God's Word is what will sustain us in any situation in our lives. For more information, please visit us at familywc.org, or you can download the app. Look for us as FWC Como. Until the next time, remember, you are God's best.